From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Hey, it ain't gonna kill me, so it's gonna make me stronger. You listen to Real Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan man. Fan man. Football season was here. It's here. It happened. What'd you think about this weekend? Oh, I had a blast. It's well, the glad drug you did. of my choice. I watched it all weekend. Every what? game on my direct TV sports play. And we're not center. we're not promoting you know your your TV provider. Uh, we well, that's all I have. That's how I can see all the games. I see all the games. I watched the Philly game, the Cleveland game. What? Well, well, I watched th- all the games. Why'd you throw that in there? Well, I, I know, know why I you threw, threw Philly. Why you throw the Cleveland game in there, man? Oh, I had to do that because of you. Yeah, I know. See, just you know, man. We're gonna start off having a nice show this week. But well, I tell we you what, man. Nice show. Who's gonna I, be on the it, show? A lot of people. It, a lot of people, man, you know, listen, now, you know, fan man, I, I can't have you a fan of the game and not have a lot of people on the show or you'd be a little bit upset. So, so of course, I got my <laughs> friends in the studio with me, as always. I got Owen Hodge in the studio with me. Fellas, you want to say hello? What's up, fan man? Hey, Owen, how you doing, buddy? What's up, fan man? Good, how you doing, James? Hey, man, now, listen, they, uh, they, they're getting ready for their own show, man, so, you know, we're going to have a good time talking about their show a little bit, too, but, we, you know, we got to talk about what happened around the league, but before we go there, I, you know, I got to say a little bit, I got to ask a couple questions. Uh, I understand that there was an issue with, uh, with Vince Young, and it's something that's still kind of going on, and, and Jeff Fisher's trying to take care of his quarterback the way he should, but, uh, fan man, you, you wanted to ask me a question or two about that, what I thought about that? No, I, 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 you know, I just thought when Vince Young got booed so heavily in Tennessee, I mean, the guy's a really good football player, and he, and he got hurt, and they're booing him, and the guy got really upset, and I think the fans shouldn't do that. Uh, I think the fans should be uh, uh, hoping that he's healthy, that he can come back and play the way that he, that he can play. And then the guy got upset. Well, I, you know, I, you know I, I, I don't know why the police were called into the whole thing. Um, it's apparently kind of weird, reading what I've been reading, that he, he left without a cell phone. He took off for 30 minutes. But, you know, you can have a fight, right? We talked about this earlier. You can have a fight with your wife and tell her to go dump it and go take off, go to a bar, have a couple beers, and then come on back. Well, that's what I, you know, maybe I'm it just add, got out of hand. Maybe the guy, maybe they were just worried about him because he got booed so heavily in that game. Well, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't like the fans doing that in Tennessee. I think that's rotten. Well, listen, the fans boo. Listen, Jaws got booed. I mean, Pete, Santa Jaws Claus got booed. Got booed. But th- I think this, th- they said heavily booing. I mean, like really bad. Well, you that's know, part. Listen, I mean, fan man, that's yeah. part of the game. You got to take know, the cheers the and then you got to take the boos. But listen, I'm, I'm going to ask, uh, you know, a man who carries the ball, takes care of the ball, who, you know, who blocks for, you know, halfbacks and things like that. Uh-huh, you know, let, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. You know, you saw him on the sidelines a little bit. It looks as if he was a little dejected because of the fact that they weren't playing too well. Went to the sidelines, was on the sidelines. I mean, really down. It was a turnover. It was, you know, it's time for them to get back on the field. He didn't go back on the field with his offense. You know, what do you think he was thinking about, he, maybe? He looked dejected. I think his confidence was a little hurt. And you know what's the worst part about this is Kerry Collins comes in and plays plays a heck of a game. So now there's going to be questions. This is a quarterback controversy, which it shouldn't be. I mean, I think Vince is their guy, and they need to ride him out. And he's, he's proven that he can win. 
But, man, when Kerry comes into the game, they look like a whole different team all of a sudden. Well, I can't, you know, listen, I can't, I don't care who it is. You know, I've always been one of those people. I, I feel like the best man has to be on the field. Now, for whatever reason or another, I, you know, Vince wasn't having his best game. The team wasn't having their best game. But it, it's not over until it's over in particular, but, you know. They end up winning the game. Right. So, right, there's a quarterback controversy. So, 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 so let, me, let me ask you this, Omar. You know, does Jeff Fisher start considering perhaps maybe I should, you know, have Kerry Collins in there playing quarterback? Or does he stay as you, does he stay with, with, with Vince in, in this situation? I think he'll stay with Vince because it's only the first game. I honestly think that Kerry Collins gives Tennessee the best opportunity of winning. I mean, I think Vince is a heck of an athlete, a good football player, but – He's not a very good quarterback. The plays that he makes is with his legs, and in the NFL, you got to make plays with your arm. And I think he—I mean, he's the guy. I mean, it's only—it's been one game. I wouldn't throw him to the wolves. Well, now take take his legs out of it now, since he's got the knee injury or whatever well, it is. He's out—he's out for two to four weeks. Yeah. Well, now when he comes back, he's still hobbling a little bit and still can't can't run as fast as he could run. So that's that takes away a major part of his game. Well, you know, it, it, one thing about it, you know, we can't just take a quarterback and say, okay, well, let's take his legs away, let's take his arm away. It's that quarterback as, you know, as a whole, right. you know, and that's what makes him the quarterback that he is. And, and I would just be concerned about, you know, his mental state of mind, not so much about, first of all, I don't understand why the police was called in. Fan Man kind of alluded to this. You know, guys get upset or got things on their mind all the time and they leave. Okay, if I leave myself on there, I don't want to be bothered with anybody. But, I mean, it wasn't even 24 hours, and they called the police. Did well, he say? Well, you know what, Ray? It might have been pretty bad. Maybe he said something to somebody. Maybe he he was really dejected. And, and you know, he came out of University of Texas where he was a, he was a star. He was, the, he was the god of gods down there. Well, he's you still, know, I mean, maybe, listen, uh, he, 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 he got is really still, dejected and depressed, and, and they were worried about him. Uh, listen, yeah. Vince Young is still one of the top quarterbacks in the National Football League. Yes, one is. game does not make the quarterback. So, he it, going into this year, nobody was thinking, okay, Vince Young is out. But I will say this, you know, last week I did talk about, when we as we went through the various teams in the various conferences, I did think that it was a point in time of which Tennessee had to win, else Jeff Fisher was going to be gone. Uh, you said that last week. That's exactly right. So I, I felt that it was time for that to happen. For Je- Jeff's been there, I, and right now he's the he's the senior citizen of the National Football League. He's been with this team longer than anybody else has been in the position. So I'm more concerned about, uh, you know, again, Vince Young, the person, and I, I hope he got some kind of evaluation because what was it? You can't just call the police and, and your wife say, oh, you know, James left, and, and he's gone. He's mad. He didn't take a cell phone. Right. You know, go find him. Put right. out APB on him. Right. <laughs> you know? Put an APB. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the police. Come on, the police are there to protect and to serve. You know, what were they protecting him from? Yeah, right. Well, Maybe he himself. apparently had an unloaded gun in the car, which is legal in the state of Tennessee, as long as you don't have any uh, uh, bullets or ammunition. Well, he probably had that car, gun before that. So what? No big deal. But for famine, don't you think he had that gun in the car before that time? Yeah, yeah, he probably did have the gun in there before that. I, and I I'm totally not sure. Wait, Hodge, I'm going to ask Hodge, and I'm, and I'm also going to ask Omar, because Omar's still active uh, with the Sabercats, and, 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 uh, and uh, Hodge just you retired last year. Are you guys allowed to carry guns now? No, you can't bring a gun any to any NFL stadium. You're not supposed to even have it in your car. To any NFL facility, you're not supposed to have it in your car. Not supposed to have any weapons, and this all went down back when, uh, with the Dallas Cowboys right. when the uh, Switzer got caught bringing the gun to the airport. So right. you're not supposed to have right. a weapon anywhere. You know that's the last thing the NFL wants: a disgruntled employee or player 
coming into one of their facilities or stadiums with the armed weapon is uh that's bad all the way around. So so what so Omar, I mean a, a young man has a gun. Now now nowadays being an active player, you know, with all this bling that you always got with you, I mean many times guys again trying to protect themselves, you know, the young man is still in critical condition, you know, from last week's incident just sitting in his car, somebody rolled upon him, you know. Is this something where where guys are actually carrying weapons in their on their person, like their car or themselves? Or? There there are uh, quite a few players that do, and you know, me honestly, I don't I don't own a you gun. You got a gun in your car right no, now? No, I don't. I stay away <laughs> from guns because when there's guns, anything happen, and it could be an accident, one decision, one split second, your life is done or gone. So yeah, your life stay, is changed forever in that one is, second. You can have a gun to protect yourself, but if somebody's going to shoot you, they're going to shoot you regardless. Wow. I have rubber bricks. Wow. Okay, fam, man, let's, let's, let's move on. There were some good things that happened besides, you know, I mean, that's not a good thing to happen to Vince Young, but there were some good things that happened in the NFL. In particular, you know, I want to talk about, you know, get it over with. You know, Brett won the game. His team, you know, he said he didn't want to lose the game for his team, but the team, they won, and Brett Favre looked like himself. Uh, I totally agree. I, uh, I thought they did very well. Uh, I think uh, Brett is, uh, uh, as they call him, New York Brett now. Uh, yeah. Broad, broad Look, I think the rest of the season is going to be very okay. interesting with the Jets. I think that they, once, he, once he, like we talked about a few weeks ago, once he gets into the rhythm of things with the Jets' um, offensive package, and it's, it could be very, uh, very good. And, I, and Omar, I, I don't think that it hurt them that they started off playing the Miami Dolphins. It, I think that was it, probably it, the best thing for it him. Didn't, it didn't hurt them at all. You know, when you can get a, a team that's rebuilding like the Dolphins are and get a good win there in the year, but your first win, it builds confidence. And the thing is, the fact that Brett threw some touchdowns, and the fact that Thomas Jones carried the running game and it opened up the passing game for Brett and the defense played well, I think it was a, a definitely a win-win for the Jets. Now, yep. you know, I agree. And, and, and you talked about the fact that, uh, you know, that Thomas Jones was able to run the ball. And, and that's I, I think that a quarterback's, you know, best friend, you know, the offensive line is probably his best friend, but it certainly helps him to have a good running back. And, and James, you, you know that. Yeah, well, Thomas had 101 yards, four yards of carry. Anytime you could do that, it, it – it puts pressure on the defense to have to stop both the run and the pass. And to tell you the truth, playing for the Jets my last year in 2006, a lot of those guys were still there, and I knew they had great weapons around Brett. And Jericho Cotchery, Lavernius Coles, uh, Chris Baker, and and having Thomas Jones in the running game is just an added benefit. So they're a really talented team. I'm thinking, I'm, I've said this before, I think they're a playoff team this year. Now, let me ask you something, and I was going to get to that. I'm glad you asked that, was before Brett arrived and Pennington was the quarterback, right. were, were they a playoff team this year? The, you know, we, were, we went to the playoffs my last year there, 2006, and we went up to New England and got, you know, got whooped up right. on. But we were a playoff team. The, the supporting cast was there. Uh, they got – you know, good receivers, a good tight end, Chris Baker and Bubba Franks. They have they have weapons on offense. As long as that defense can maintain, hold people down, they have a, a really good secondary. But uh, you know, the line and the linebackers, uh, you know, could use some work. But as long as they can hold people under 21 points, I think Brett could get it done. Yeah, you know what? A couple of weeks ago, they said that the Jets were 75 to one to get in the playoffs without Brett Favre. And then they came in when Brett Favre was traded, and now they're saying it's 15 to one. Yeah. I mean, well, they they have really shot up in the rankings to get into the playoffs, and I think they will. Well, now it looks like their division is wide open, also with um, Brady going out, and you know, them winning at Miami. If they this is going to be a huge game for them next week against the Pats, if they pull that game off, 
I think they're in charge of the whole division. Well, well you, you talk know, about the Packers. Everybody saw the game last night. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Well, I, you know, I got to give Aaron Rodgers, you know, credit because I think he went out and I think he played a, a good football game. I think they did the right thing. They let him throw the ball, a real good conservative pass to get that off his back. You know, he completed the pass. He was ready to go. Uh, you know, and they went and played the, the team of which I have picked and I think many people think was going to win that division. And that, that was the Minnesota Vikings. And, and they were able to come away with a victory. But, again, you know, it was a victory. It was at home for Green Bay. You know, Minnesota had to go into a hostile environment, one of which those fans, you know, it's, it's but, like this. But if you play in that division, you got to be used to that. You yeah, be oh, you, you do. Lambeau There's too. no doubt about and it. And you have to be happy that you're there in September and it's not December. Exactly. And I'm agreeing with you on both of those things. But what I also think is that the Minnesota Vikings, I don't think they played their best game and, you know, Green Bay came away with the victory. And even though it was Aaron Rodgers and it was not Brett Favre, I still don't think that, you know, it's a loss for the Minnesota well, Vikings. I don't you, think they lost the division. Thing. You think the fans in Green Bay are happy now? Oh, of course they are. Well, because they won. Yeah, well, well that's, that's any fans. Yeah, that's any fans. And, and I'm going to get into it a little bit later, but I'm sorry. You know, it's, it's a matter of what have you done for me lately and who has that jersey on now that you're gone. I mean, that's just the way fans are. Fans... Fans root for the team. They don't necessarily root for players. Well, you know what he went through? He went through hell over the last three, four months, Aaron Rodgers, plus the, uh, the general manager and the coach. Uh, I mean, I guess the GM now can go to a chicken wing joint and walk in without getting uh, pelted. I still think he better wear a vest. <laughs> you know. Uh-oh, we got music. I got veterans here with me now, so everybody knows what we got to do. It's time for us to take a break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. We'll be right back. I ain't got the time, and if my daddy thinks I'm fine, just trying to make me go to rehab, I won't go. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Leave the bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up, or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I'm Joe Wood, president of Famous Footwear. We are a proud sponsor of March of Dimes' premier walking event, March for Babies, formerly known as Walk America. More babies begin healthy lives because of March of Dimes' research and programs. And with our support, we can do even more for families all over America. One day, all babies will be born healthy, but we have to walk to get there. Join the March for Babies. Sign up at marchforbabies.org.
is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. We're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports uh, with the number one co-host in the world. Fan man. Owen Hodge. And my boys, too, Owen man. Hodge. I, got, I got some boys with me now, fan man. We got uh, a couple young men here who, who know the game. I, I feel good now. I got a couple guys in here who played the game, who got Super Bowl rings, who got championships. They know the game better than you. Well, they, they probably do, and that's okay. See, that's the thing about, see, when you play ball, you understand you're not always the best, you know, you're not always the worst, you know, but you're a team. And these guys are on our team right now. We're going to welcome them to the Voice America Network because I believe, you know, James, why don't you tell us a little bit, you guys got something going on here soon, right? Yeah, we're starting October 6th. We're, our show's going to fire up, the Owen Hodge Show. It's going to be a lot. We're going to cover the AFC. It's going to be some good times, some laughing. Some joking around, me clowning on how funny Omar always looks. <laughs> that type of stuff. And Omar, you gonna you gonna hit him up with what, man? You you gonna let him do all that to you? Oh, right, you know I got I gotta I gotta keep keep uh, my secrets close to the vest. Come October sixth, on high show, everybody tune is gonna be a good time. We're gonna talk about football. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be a great hour. I can't wait. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, I can't wait to listen to the show. Can I call in? You oh, without a doubt, fan man, you got it. You got no, to not fan man, no man, not fan man. Your show will be, you know, he'll take over the show, man. I'm no, telling I'm you, take over the show. I'm we build a monster here. Prof- <laughs> former professional, one former professional player, and and, a play, and another player with a saber catch. Well, well, we're we're building I, I a monster here, better. fan man. You 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 will be have, you will be doing nothing but talking sports your whole life. Hey, let me tell you something, right? Don't call me at <laughs> halftime when I'm watching the Eagles game again. <laughs> hey, fan you man, you upset me. Hey, I was sitting here. I had my chicken wings, my beer. I had my Eagles jersey on. And you well, called me up. You know what? I'm so sorry about that. But let me ask you something. Since I called you up and you were watching the Eagles, I was going to go into that. You know, I, I wanted to ask everybody here. You know, there were, you know, a couple teams that looked very good this weekend. I'm going to start with you, fan man. You know, and I know you're going to be a homer, but I, okay, here's your chance. No, no, I'm not what, a homer. Okay, I'm what just, team? I'm not a homer. Okay. I'm just saying that the Eagles are going to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, the way they Whoa. played, the way they dominated That's that a game. Bold I mean, Donovan was laughing his ass off. It was great. I love when he does that. Okay, let me ask you, fan man. You, you, you watched some games this weekend, right? Who looked who looked good to you? Who did you saw a couple different games? Look, who looked good to you? Let me say this real quick. I think they're going to have a hard time winning next week. Let what, alone you talking about getting into the yeah. Super Bowl. Exactly. Well, you know what? I, I you know what? Next week is going to tell tell us it's either Dallas or Philly next week. It's Dallas. It's Dallas. I think <laughs> it's Dallas. I, I, Tony Romo. Look at Donovan passed for over three hundred yards. Romo did. Uh, he passed over three hundred yards. Uh, in fact, it was 320 yards. Romo passed for it. McNabb was 361, 21 completions, 33 attempts, three TDs. And this is the difference. McNabb's going to be hurt in two weeks. You think so? Romo won't be. And one more thing. They they played the Rams. I mean, USC plays better defense than the Rams right now. I mean, they played the Rams. <laughs> hey, you, well, wait, wait, wait. I got wait, 30 Rams the Rams. Wait, here, all I want to say is this, is, you know, both of you guys got your excellent points here, but this kind of reminds me of when the Patriots – uh, you know, at, we're going up against uh, the Colts, and that was supposed to be the big game. And it, it, but I don't think it was 
all ends on that night. You know, I oh, think right. if you just yeah. lose that one game, yeah. I think you it, still got a chance. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, it's way too early in the season to tell uh, who's going to be at the front of anything, especially the AFC. AFC is wide open. Yes, it is. But, but in in the NFC as well, you, who I knows? Who could, Chicago looked great. Did Chicago, they? They looked really good. And my word of the day that I noticed yesterday, the teams that were playing defense, Baltimore and Chicago played a heck of a game on defense. And Chicago look like the 06 Bears. Well, I exactly. know you're not going to agree with this, Hodge, but they always say, man, you know, defense wins championships. They, they do say that. And sitting next to Duke, <laughs> two DBs, I know you guys like to really agree that. Defense wins championships. Offense puts people in the seats. That's exactly right. And I, I agree with that. I agree that people do want to see excitement, you know, but there's, I always had this thing that's something called a, a woo hit. Oh, yeah. You know what a woo hit is? Uh, Everybody what goes. That? When you, woo. Yeah, when somebody comes across the middle, like, there was a woo hit in the Eagles game. There's a few woo hits on offense. And offense, that's what I'm saying. There's that's what I wanted to say that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you wanted, to, you, wanted to, you wanted to check that out because I know you had a few people over there, you know, who, who put some woo hits in. And, and your boy's probably texting you now saying, yeah, Hodge, man, talk about that woo hit. You know, one of them boys. But, but, you know, but the football was exciting this week. You know, was I didn't, there was only one game that I watched that I thought was sloppy and one team that just looked disgraceful, and that's the Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Yeah, man. Oh, Everybody else down. looked like they went hey. to training camp. Yeah, the Raiders the did not go to training camp. The it, Raiders didn't go to training camp. I don't know what they did, but they didn't go to training camp. It looked like Jamarcus Russell was drawing the plays in the dirt and in you, the huddle and, before and, they went out And there. speaking <laughs> of frustration, but one thing I like about him, I think he showed tremendous poise and standing next to the quarterback, I mean the coach on the sideline, and not showing his frustration, frustration as he stood there. Right. Because I, I know kind that – Kind of the opposite young, of Vince oh, Young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, well, Vince kind of fell apart. Well, Matt didn't show anything to me other than the fact we're going to get to him in the second half because, you know, Matt deserves a whole half of the show. Oh, whole segment. <laughs> you know? So, so we're going we're to save him. But, I, but, but for Jamarcus Russell, and I'm going to tell you what, you know, and, and, and Lord Jesus, forgive me. Yeah, I'm a Christian man, so I can say that because I don't mean any harm to Al Davis. But the only thing looked worse than his football team was Al Davis sitting up in the. Oh. <laughs> you know? he's, he's Am I right, guys? Yeah, he looked like he was about 102 yeah. years old. Yeah. Yeah. He has aged in his yeah, shows. And, I, and you can't tell me, fan man, you can't tell me that Al doesn't have enough control over the networks to say, do not zoom in on me up here <laughs> in my box. Right. I, I don't want to see his ugly face. Yeah, but and he looked, I thought he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, he needs a, he needs a makeup artist or something. Hey, but he you needs know, to be sitting in front of a TV. On and I think, I think, I think that's the problem with the Raiders is him. Well, he is the problem. As a matter of fact, man, I, I got a little inside scoop. Inside scoop is that Al Davis is actually trying to call play. Really? What? Yeah, man. Al Davis is oh, actually wow. trying to call. Well, well, first of all, you know that you know they were trying to get, you know, the defensive coordinator tried to get Buddy Son out of there, mm-hmm. and Al wasn't for that. Al, it, he's Al's man, so Al well, wants that, to keep him. That so was this, a good choice, though, because I, they they've had a good defense. defense. The, the one bright spot that they've had the last couple years. Has been their defense, but it was dark last night. Oh, it, it was, was dark bad. last it night. Was it was it was bad altogether. Because the defense didn't. The defense oh. more than anything else. I, and I, and I'm a believer like this. If the offense is a little slow coming along, the defense can always keep Ray, you in but, the game. But Ray, you remember how it was? You out on that field, the offense goes three and out, three and out, and fumble, you're on the field the whole game. And you're on the field the whole game, man. You're not trying you're to cover you. them receivers. Okay, fan man, I'm glad you're here with us because I want to ask these guys because I don't want to answer this question myself. You know, I want to ask these guys. I'm sure the fans haven't figured this out either. Why is it that people say that when the offense is on the field for such a long time and that defense is on the field against that offense, why is it that the defense gets tired but the offense doesn't get tired? Well, the the offense knows where they're going. Defense has to work twice as hard 
just to do the same thing that the offense is doing. Why? Because I'm thinking? Because you're thinking, you're reacting, you have to pursue. Everyone has I never to run to of, the ball. I never, if, uh, if I'm blocking well, well, the linebacker. How do you do that when it's three and out all the time? If, well, if I, exactly. If, I, if I'm blocking thinking. the linebacker on the back side of a play, right. and I know that linebacker ain't going to get there, I could let him go, and I could go start jogging back to the huddle. And another point. Uh, if you're the linebacker, you better get in that film because the and next day the coach is going to watch that film and see who didn't make it exactly. to the ball, and you're going to get cussed out by your coach for not pursuing. No, man, you don't get cussed out by coaches. No, no. never. This no, they don't do that. They don't do that. <laughs> not in that it's, a, it's a Christian league. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, so so, oh, so here's the fact of the matter is, is that the defense basically is out on the field. They're getting plummeted. And, and, and psychologically is taking a toll on them, which is draining them mentally and also physically. And, and, and the adrenaline is not flowing at all. In fact, it's leaking out, and the offense has all the, yeah, and all the, the momentum. And the thing is, when your offense, when your offense is producing, they go out there three and out, and you go to, you got to go right back on the field for another 15-play drive. If, you know, if the defense isn't making a stop, it, it sets into your mindset, and it's like, okay, the offense isn't getting it done, so you put more pressure on yourself. And if you guys aren't making the plays – that, you know, no, the offense and the defense isn't doing anything. The offense is just sitting there watching, and they're getting frustrated, frustrated at the defense because you can't stop. I'll tell you nothing. And the defense too. is getting frustrated on the offense because they can't stay on the field. The offenses now in the NFL become specialized. They're specialty positions. They'll put a fullback and a running back in on this play. Next play, they'll put three or four wide receivers in. Constant change of personnel on offense. Defense, your linebacker is your linebacker. He's out there for however long that series goes. Mm-hmm. So the longer the series goes, the more plays, all your defense plays. Really, there's only two specialty positions, and that's an extra uh, cornerback and a, a, probably a pass rushing defensive end. Other James, than that, James, so, so what does Oakland have to do to, to bounce back from this mess? <laughs> I, I think they're at the point of no return. They're looking at – they're looking at another season just like last year. Just like last year. That's what yeah, I thought. You get, know what? The other thing is the they have the next... youngest NFL coach, 33 years old. How does a 33-year-old get in there? Um, why couldn't they get a, a, a coach? And I know they've been through Art Shell and well, a bunch all, of other coaches. I mean, they've been through five They've been through five quarterbacks over the last five years, starting quarterbacks. Well, like they said, that, that has a lot Sounds to do like with Al Davis. That has a lot to do with Al Davis. And there, there are certain coaches of which, you know, they're just not – going to conform and turn the team over to you you know I, I i truly believe this i'm not sure that there are a whole lot of coaches who were real interested in coaches. the dallas cowboys job because of the fact the you don't want jerry jones breathing down your right. neck all right. the time you right. know and 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 i and i believe that's part of the reason why you know the big tony got out of there and went down to miami and doing the things that he's doing there because he doesn't want to you know he doesn't want that guy you know, meddling in the football. As a matter of fact, I got a chance to watch Hard Knocks, and I'm sure we all saw a couple mm-hmm. pieces of that. And for the life of me, I didn't understand on the Hard Knocks piece why, you know, Jerry had to bring the guy in and the receiver and say, hey, man, you know, hope everything works out. You know, we're going to try right. to keep him our That's practice. That's not his position, exactly. Yeah, what is that all about? I, you know, in the eight years that I played in it, nine years I played in the NFL, I never once saw an owner. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Georgia Frontier one time, and that was – when we were getting our Super Bowl rings and when we had won the Super Bowl. I mean, that, that just doesn't happen. It's, he's kind of stepping over his, his chain of command there. He's but stepping the on is, people's toes. It's, it's, you know, I agree shit. with you. So I think at the Super Bowl, yeah, winning the game shit. and the he owner wants buy. to come down, I think that's great. But during a regular season game, the owner shouldn't be, you know, around. I mean, it's the coach. He hired the coach. He hired the assistant. The coach hired the assistants. And off they go. go the Bidwells have been doing it in Phoenix for a long time, uh, interfering. 
Well, fan man, let me ask you that. As a fan, are the fans interested in seeing the owners coach the team or the coach coach the team? Uh, I, I know it's a stupid coach. question, but as players, we, we want to know that from you. No, the coach. The coach coaches the players. Okay, so that, that, is it? Are you excited? Do you need to see the owner? I mean, no, I know I he has a right. I could care less about the owner. I know he has a right because he owns the team. But but oh, yeah, so what? He owns the team. He's sitting in a skybox. He's he's eating his caviar and and drinking his champagne and enjoying himself. Well, okay. Well, listen. Uh, you what? know, I just wanted to know that because many times there's things that we as players we experience, but we don't ex- get a chance really to experience things like the fans do. I'm going to tell you something else you're going to get a chance to experience is a little bit of fantasy because Eric Butts from Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports is coming on after this break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. And Owen Hodge. We'll be right back after this message. Yes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Jack, he'll get you right back to your head. JackLalane.com presents Jack Lane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Each week, Jack is joined by Elaine Lalane and his nephew, bodybuilder, kinesiologist, and personal trainer, Chris Lalane, to answer your questions and help you overcome your fitness roadblocks. That's three times the diet and fitness know-how. Three times the entertainment. Tune in every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific to Jack Lalane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cheer. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I, I started to rap, but I, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going. I'm just going to rap and let you know you listen to Real Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one rapping? co-host in the world. Fan man, did I just hear you rapping? No, I started to rap, but, I, but but I'm a, I'm gonna let it go, man. No, I can't oh, do man, that. You, you know? sounded really good. You should take up a new career. 
Hey, but listen, you yeah, know, I, I got over here dancing. Hey, I got my friends uh, Owen Hodge in the studio with me, and they might be able to rap a little bit, man. Y'all, y'all do a little bit. Of that. We could flow. We could flow. Okay, they're gonna flow on their show too. You know, hey. Omar, y'all gonna be flowing hey, on the show. You, see, that was right. That you just said they're gonna flow on their show. See, hey, that you, goes. You showing, hey, you showing your skills I got, already, hey, man. Right? I didn't want to do that, man, because you know it. I'm old school, man. So you know, I, you yeah, know, you, you are know, old. Like, the hip, the hop, the hip, the hip. You know. I got a question for you, Omar. Who told you to wear them tight little plaid <laughs> shorts today? <laughs> The hey same man, did, did your wife pick them out? Man, I'm gonna leave hey, that alone, well, you know, man. shorts are from the '60s. He, he, he's going back. He's retro. Man. Hey man, this is the locker room, man. Y'all can we see? See, how just threw out they're, the stuff wait, wait, that goes on. The <laughs> so Omar is he's hip. Yeah, he's hip. All right, his shorts are hip to his. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fan man. Okay, listen. We it sounds like we're getting into a little bit of fantasy <laughs> stuff, see, because y'all letting everybody out there know, fantasy. wow, what does these guys look like? What they got on and all that. So let's just go into the real fantasy. And I think we got Eric Butts out there from Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports. Is that right, Eric? Oh man, that's my fantasy. It's gone. He's Eric, not there. Eric, Eric, you there? Oh, there goes my fantasy. But that's yeah, your okay. fantasy just walked out the door. Well, that's okay, man, because my fantasy was going to be that he would come on, he'd tell us a little bit about how the Suicide Fantasy Show was going and also, you know, some picks this week, man, because I'm interested. I think he could be back. You know, is there, uh, Eric, you no, know he, man? He's going to come back. There, there, there he is. Oh, he's back. We're he's still back. On, guys. There, there he is. Man, we're happy to have you back, man. We thought our fantasy had just, you know, it had gone up in smoke, man. But uh, the ah, fantasy man is... I am is happy to be on and proud to be on with Ellen Hodge. Glad they're coming to Voice America Sports. Can't Appreciate wait to hear it. Their show. And, hey, i got to give a compliment to my man, Hodge. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why, why are you complimenting? He's he not feeling too good about that compliment. What's going on with <laughs> yeah, that, man? man? Listen, here you it is. Have saw him eat or I've something. been in fantasy football for 15 years. I've had two fullbacks play running back on my team. One of them was William Floyd. One of them was James Hodges. Bar none. Big dog. Go ahead. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I'm I'm sure you didn't get many fantasy points for that, though. He he said you didn't get too many fantasy points. Now, we know that's not true. (laughs) You know what? I got to admit, this week, Ray, it wasn't a great week for me. I went sleepers instead of going chalk and suicide fantasy football. And it didn't pay the dividends. So. Well, hey, well, listen, that's what you did, but I know I did pretty well. Now, I'm not prepared to, to give up my fantasy picks that right now on this show, but I know last week, I know I did well. You definitely kicked my butt. Uh, I'll have your score for you by the end of the day, but you did have Brett Favre. I know you don't think you picked him, but I'm pretty sure you picked Willie Parker, who blew up, too. Yes, so, he did. Uh, I won't be surprised if Ray Ellis is in the top ten. Suicide wow. Well, man, listen, I, you know, I, I also, I had two quarterbacks, didn't I? No, only one quarterback. Okay, well, I know I picked Brett, I picked Brett because I wanted, the yeah, I picked Brett because I wanted to go early with Brett, you know, but uh, one thing about going early with Brett, Brett is still a veteran. Brett is, Brett is going to get better as time goes on, whereas I think a younger quarterback, I don't know if he's going to necessarily get better. You know, people may all of a sudden, you know, find a better way to go and attack him. They may blitz him a little bit more. You know, something of that nature. But talk to us a little bit about fantasy, suicide fantasy. How'd it go this past week? This is the first game, a uh, real football game of fantasy football. And, and how did things go for you? It went great for my brother. We had 97 people. We tried to get to 100. We have 97 people that are in the league this year. Uh, people had all different ways of doing it, right? Guys like me and you tried to find maybe not the start at every position, Guys like my brother Jim, he played Westbrook. He played T.O. He played all the chalk. I played Marshawn Lynch. Send me an email. 
he put everybody in a hat and just picked who he was going to pick by uh, picking names out of the hat. Wow. And he actually did okay for his first <laughs> week. So. Well, listen, I picked Marshawn Lynch, and I picked the Buffalo Bills, and they look good. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and I was I was happy about that. I know I picked, I picked my boy. Seventy six yards in the touchdown. I think he finished with. Yeah, so. I picked my boy K two. You know, and uh, you know the another, Browns. Another guy who got in the end zone. You did yeah, well, he, man. He I did well. Everyone you picked yeah, got he, in the end zone. He so. did well, but uh, but the Browns really let me down. I, I really thought you know, and I don't think it's over for the Browns, but I really thought they get the Cowboys a better shot than than they did. You know, it's just a little disappointing. I did not. I thought it was going to be a blowout. Well, tell me some other. What were some of the stars in in, in, in suicide fantasy in terms of the, some players that were picked? Uh, Who do you think really shined Michael as a player? Michael Turner was probably the oh, player yes. of the week. Week one against the Lions, Michael Turner blew it up for 220 yards and two touchdowns. Wow! Uh, wow. For receivers, if you if if you had the balls to do it and put Eddie Royal in in week one, he finished with almost a buck fifty and a nice long touchdown. Let me ask, uh, let I would me ask say this, probably Eric. Winslow was the pick at tight end because he did get in. Witten was my pick. He did okay but didn't get in the end zone. Also, too, Willie Parker was a surprise. A lot of people, I think last he had more touchdowns in week one this year than he did the entire season last year. Yeah, yeah, three touchdowns. Go ahead, yep. Hodge. You had a question. Hodge, yeah, had, had, had a question. Did anyone pick ahead. Matt Forte? Matt Forte got a 49-yard touchdown, and I think he finished with about 130 off the top. Yeah, no, he finished, uh, Forte finished with 123. Yeah. 123. A, a fan man. He was, he, I was impressed with him. As a rookie, he very did not impressive. look like a rookie. He was running the ball hard. hard. He was even catching out of the backfield. I was very impressed yeah, with him in, quick his first, feet, in his uh, first shot out there. Good lateral movement. He was strong. I liked him. Yeah, he was. Well, let me ask you something. In, in terms of those who, who were surprised, like you said, everybody seems to try to look for a sleeper. Was there somebody that was kind of under the radar that somebody picked that really did well this past week? With the uh, exception of the, the kid radar, we talked the about. Sleep, well, I, I would say Eddie Royal. Yeah, right. Uh, besides the Broncos Roy. last night. Let me think of who else was the guy who, who, who might not have been on many people's radar but did well. You guys keep talking. I'll think of who Well, that's, that, that's good because, you know, as, as well as that, I also want to talk about, you know, who really did extremely well yesterday regardless if he was above or, or below the radar. And I think I'm going to let Fan Man chime in on this because he saw Donovan McNabb, and I know Donovan just looked excellent. Well, Donovan was excellent, but I think the sleeper was Hank Baskett. Uh, you know what we had for the first time since 1960? Yeah. The Eagles had three receivers go over 100 yards, yeah, which, right. which was impressive, man, to me. The one that was really impressive was Deshaun Jackson. Basket and Greg Lewis went over 100, but at least 30 of those yards were in junk time with Kevin Cobb throwing him the ball. So, yep. you know, don't and, and, overestimate. I heard you got fan man. I love you as a fan. I'm glad you're on the Eagles with me. But uh, Super Bowl after week one, I'm not <laughs> there yet. To me, I got to see. I heard you guys talking about week two against the Cowboys. Yeah, to me, it's week two and week three because after we go to Dallas to play the Cowboys, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in here. Well, you know, I, I think they're going to make their message schedule. known on Monday Night Football and then like with the Steelers. And I think those two games are won by the Eagles. <clears throat> Look out. I can't wait, oh, man, because I was tailgating from 6 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning, and it was so live in the Eagles parking lot. There were so many people out there in green, fan man, you would have loved it. Oh, I, I, I believe you. I wish I was there. Well, you know, the Eagles are just, you know, they're one of those teams, you know, as they went across the nation looking at, you know, you know, whatever they call it, Championship City, University, or whatever the heck they call it. You know, they're, they're just Titletown, a... Town USA. Yeah, Titletown, USA. But they're just a team that has tradition, you know, and, that, and that's one of the things that you, 
you always want to do is you, you, you always want to look at those teams, you know, that have tradition. You expect those teams to win year after year after year. And, you know, the, the, the people there, even though since, you know, 1960 when they won a championship, the Eagles haven't won a, I a, was a, there. a Super Bowl, you know, they're still a team that you expect them to be in the playoff hunt. You know, year after year after year, and so was well, you, you know what, Ray? Tradition, we have Ray. Titles we do not have, so yeah, have, yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't contesting that we should have been up there for titles. Yeah. Well, well one you know, thing the, the other thing is, Ray, that Philly has the fourth largest fan base uh, behind uh, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, and Cleveland. Well, yeah, I mean, but you're talking about are those are now, old teams. Huh? Those are old teams. You know, that's why. That's why here in Arizona. It's such a problem because this is a relatively young yeah, but team. But, but the Cardinals are the oldest team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah but, they're, but, but they've moved cities. cities. See, they're, they're, oh, they they're, they're, they're cities. Arizona. Three you know? times. It started out as the Chicago Cardinals. There you right. go. The St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. Now the Arizona Cardinals. And basically the fans are from everywhere else in the country. And here, you and go the tradition's not there. There's no tradition. Well, right. you, know, you know what's funny, guys? When I lived in Phoenix, uh, you go to Sun Devil Stadium before they built the uh, other stadium, the new stadium. You would yeah. go into that stadium, and there would be more Cowboy jerseys, oh. Eagle jerseys, Jet jerseys, whoever they played. Whoever they, they were just, played. Nobody, nobody cared about the Cardinals. It was always about their, their hometown team. Hey, guys, and here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna save the Cardinals for that last segment because I, I really want to talk about the Cardinals because it was a good game, and, and, and I'm happy for the team. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping to get a couple guys on the show this year. But, but let me just say this. We, we can't go without giving Tom Brady some airtime. Now, now Hodge, it, you know, an offense. You know, I think that every person on that offensive unit is important to the team. But as a quarterback goes, does the team really go? If he, if, I mean, he's out now. Somebody else has got to step in. Has this team been devastated? Do they have no chance of winning because of Tom Brady's no longer going to be there? You know, we, me and O talked about this a little bit yesterday. And the, what, what I really came to the conclusion of is in, back in 1999, we had Trent Green as our quarterback. First game of the season, Rodney Harrison uh, came in and cheap-shotted him, as he's accustomed to doing. He was on my fantasy team that year. And Trent, <laughs> and Trent Green was out for the season. And our whole team was like, whoa, because we we finally felt like we had a good team that year. Mm, they sure. brought Marshall Falk in, Adam Timmerman from the Packers, uh, drafted Torrey Holt and Dre Bly. Felt like the, the team had finally come together. And with him going out, man, it was a blow to our team. But as as the season went on, we went 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 4-0. Man. We start believing in this guy. The greatest show on turf. The greatest show on turf. And at the end of the season, we couldn't imagine our team with Trent Green at quarterback. I don't know if we would have been as good of a team. So I think that's why I think this next week's game is so big, so huge. This is going to be this this kid's first start. There was a time when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, and everyone said the Patriots will never win. They got this young guy, Tom Brady, who's never going to be able to carry the team. And there they go and win the Super Bowl. Exactly. And but the the main thing is this is this guy's first start, start since his senior year in high school. Yeah, yeah. but and but well, well, <laughs> well when you guys Kirk was your quarterback he and, was. and he hadn't been he had been playing in the arena league. Well, before that he was packing groceries. He was That's playing right. in the arena league groceries and then he was packing groceries yep. and then he came to and, got and, on with and, the Rams. And so who do you think is better prepared? Do you think 
you know, Kurt in the Arena League, and, and I'm glad we got an Arena League man here yeah. to talk to us about I will, that. I will burn some. Or, or, or do you think that this young hey man, man is... not just an Arena League guy. I was more than an Arena League guy. Oh, hey, I hey, appreciate hey, that. Hey, I listen, that, man. listen. Now, I, I, I always give my man his props. He, he, he <laughs> got jewelry on that I, you know, I fantasize about, you know. He's almost <laughs> got to go to a second hand, so. He does. He hey, does. man, he's going to be going to a third hand pretty soon. He might go to third hand next year. But I tell you what, right. well, we're going to go. We're going to go to break. You listen to Rally Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. Owen Hodge. They're going to come back with us, too, after this message. So I had to Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Yeah, that's some old school there. That's some old school. Here's the Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man, and that is old school, dude. That's some old school there. Yeah, man. I got a I couple like that guys. Music, I know you do because you're cause a old. young man. No, you're a young man, fan <laughs> man. But uh, yeah, we've been having a great time on the show, you know. But it, it is time to us, and I know Eric is still with us. You know, it's time we got we got to move on beyond week one because all week one was was week one. You know, you got to go to week two. You hey, know, can, can I say one thing? I, I just want to say one thing, Ray. I, and I'm sorry that I, I'm interrupting. Yeah, fam, but man. guess what? Ahead, Matt Leinart is on a winning football team. Well, I, I wanted to go incredible? into that because we got to go. We got to go into week two. Two. <laughs> and I don't think that they have been undefeated in week two for a while. They're finally right? undefeated. It's amazing. 
Wow. And oh, see, no, I know, I, I know, sleep last night. you know, by the way, my brother-in-law told me he wanted me to let you know in case uh, Matt Liner saw you someplace out in the streets, you might have a little problem. Well, you know what? I go to Huntington Beach all the time and hang out with the hot chicks. And there's a there's a bar there right on Main Street. It's for USC people. So when I walk by, I hide my face. No. <laughs> yeah. Here's what you do. You it's wear your USC. Ohio State That's, shirt this Matt weekend. Liner, at Matt Liner's hangout when he was at USC. You wear your Ohio State shirt this weekend proudly. The Ohio State. The Ohio State yeah, University. Yeah, I'm gonna walk in that bar and get my ass kicked. I'm going on. I'm going on record saying we went in that game this week you. too. I know I got some unbelievers beside yeah. me here. Yeah, I'm gonna walk in there with your jersey on Ray Ellis. He hates you. <laughs> okay, right. listen, man. Let's let's, let's take a look. Beanie Wells is he gonna play or not play this? Week? Oh yeah, man. He gonna he gonna play. You know he, he has to play. You know he has what no you, choice. You know what you got to do for one thing, and I and I, I'm a believer of this. I said it before they said it on the on on the game of which he got he went down. Now there are questions that are coming into the minds of those people who are looking at Beanie going to the next level, and that is, how tough is he? Is, is he going to suck it up now? That might be a serious injury that he has now, but still it, it comes to mind. You know, I said this on the show before about quarterbacks. You know, it's like, okay, if a quarterback gets banged up, even if it is his first time or his first year whatever still, if you're in there and you get banged up and they just got you and, you, you, man, you can't su- – questions come into mind you know because everybody is hurt not everybody is injured but if somebody look well if you remember that if was you run over adrian somebody peterson. but but listen hodge if you run over somebody like adrian peterson it, 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 right <laughs> if nothing else your feelings are hurt hit al harris <laughs> so, and so, his dreads went see, see so that was a woo hit so everybody is hurt but not everybody is injured when you got to have surgery right. and all those type right. of things you know now you're injured but but, but anyway, so some feelings were hurt, and, and I hope Beanie's feelings weren't hurt by them by him getting tackled on, you know, close to the goal line. But, you know, he, I guess he's injured, but he's going to recover, and we're going to recover, you know, that we being the Ohio State University, in case y'all <laughs> didn't get that. But let me move on, because now it's time for us to talk about the pros. And looking at the pros, uh, we got some games going this week, you know, and, and in particular, the big game for, I guess, for me, because I am kind of a homer, and, and the Eagles and the Cowboys, and I want everybody to kind of say a little bit about that, about who they think might start off or who might win. I'm going to start off with Omar. Omar, Eagles and the Cowboys. You know, it's a big game, but it's one game, but it's the second game of the season. Who do you think is going to win that game? I definitely got to go with the Cowboys. I think they're a better team. I'm not sold on the Eagles yet. I mean, they played well yesterday. They did play the Rams, so that doesn't give them much credibility. But I think uh, defensively, uh, the Cowboys are going to get after uh, McNabb, and they got a good secondary to – uh, cover those young receivers. Okay, okay, Hodge, come on, man. You know this is this is the Cowboys. This is the Eagles. You know there's tradition there. You know there's a rivalry there. You they know they hate each other. You know they do. They do, and and it's a great rivalry. You know the main thing is for me, I I don't really have a say in who I think is going to win. But this is what I do. I hate the Eagles, so I'm not going with them. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the last time I played the Eagles was in the NFC Championship game, and we spanked them wow. up and got them up out of there. Wow. Man, I, I didn't like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that game. I didn't, I didn't like that game either. Because, hey, dude, that hurts. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you, but I didn't like that game because there was a, a, a ball player from The Ohio State University, uh, Damon Moore, who actually twisted up his knee in that game, and the ugly side of football showed his we ugly didn't head. We did him, man. We did him wrong. Yeah, you didn't right. we? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you got somebody like Marshall Falk throw a move on you like that. Ozzie Newsom did that to me one time. <laughs> Wes <laughs> Hopkins called me. I had the Ozzie Newsom knee. But that happens sometimes, man. You know, they throw boom, 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 boom. You know, you got to go for one of the moves you got to go right, for. Right, right. You got to take one. The sec- by the time you get the third <laughs> move, man, you got to go for that one. You know, I went for that one, and whoop, my knee was gone, you know, but... 
you know, but that's what happened to him. And, and he had to have surgery and the Eagles. Oh, OK, well, we'll see you later. Yeah. But I can understand you feeling that way about the Eagles. But you won. But now looking at it from your professional opinion, man, that's one thing about this show. We yeah. got guys who played this game now. And I'm not talking about myself. And so, so, James, when you look at the matchup and we always want to, you know, now that you're behind the mic, you don't give your professional opinion. Yeah, I mean, know, so what do you in terms of the, the main thing is Eagles being on the road. That's uh, you factor. know that's a, that's a big factor, uh, and also is but I, what I factor into is who's the hungrier team, and I got to think who's that, the pressure on right now. Yeah, the, well, there's more pressure on Dallas, but there's a lot of pressure on Philly to perform. The the head coach Donovan, everybody is feeling that pressure. Everyone's on the hot seat out there. There and, is, man. But I got to say, so far when you look back, you know, you look at Tony Romo, you look at Donovan McNabb. McNabb might have thrown up during the Super Bowl. But Romo has not proven that he can handle no. the pressure of even having Jessica Simpson in the stands I, rather Monday night against the Eagles hey, defense Eric, that I'm telling you is fierce. Eric, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I okay. think that the Cowboys are going to crumble next week. Uh, I think I they're going to crumble. I think Tony Romo's under so much pressure. they got to be – for them to be a formidable, a formidable team in the playoffs, they got to beat the Eagles. they got to beat the Eagles this week, and he I don't did, think it's going to happen. He didn't look like he was under pressure this well, past weekend. I, 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 I don't think that he was smiling, having well a good time. I, I want to tell you, in my opinion, you know, I, I'm a little nervous about this game because he's exactly right. What Hodge says, and, and again, you, you're talking about somebody who played the game. He showed a bit of confidence that I haven't seen in him in a while. He was very comfortable in that pocket. And part of the reason why it could be is because the pocket was so huge. I mean, there was no pressure on him. And even when there was, again, he was able to buy some time. And then he did the right thing when he did buy time. Either he scrambled and he ran the ball or he threw the ball in the right direction. He looks very comfortable right now. I don't know if it's jessica or who it is but right now tony romo looks very comfortable i think the dallas cowboys and you guys have heard me say this before i think in terms of a tandem if i could have two running backs in my backfield right now they have the two running backs Uh, that you would want to have in your backfield marion barber and 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 jones jones i mean and 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 and, and, marion had 80 yards and and jones had 63 that i mean and they look good i mean they both i mean marion is a is a quick Strong runner, and he yeah. can do everything. He can break tackles. He can yeah. make you miss. He can get yards out the contact. He looks and, like he runs oh, angry. He does. And, and in fact, and I think Emin like has said Emin has said something to him about perhaps maybe try to conserve some of that energy. Yeah, yeah, but no. he doesn't need to conserve yeah, it now no. because he, with he Jones knows, coming he in, can man, tell he only knows one way to play. And I like that. I, I, like, I like that's the way the, way the game the, the game should be played that way at all times, full speed, because then you don't ever have to try to. Pick it up, you know. Right, right. I hate when somebody says, "Come on, guys, right. we got to pick it up." Hell, we should have been picked up. Should have been <laughs> in fifth gear right off the block, right. you know. So, so okay, so we got the Eagles and the Cowboys. I, this is no homer. I just think that the Eagles are going go in there, and I think the Eagles are going to win. That's that's the bottom line. I just think they're going to go in. They're going to win. They've done it before, you know. Last, I mean, if we remember last year, you know, a great great play. Uh, you know, go in, you know, John Runyon says, hey, 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 hey Westbrook, fall down. Don't go right. in and score. You know, so. Yeah, remember that play? Yeah. And, hey, that was, that I, I look at play. matchups, and when you look at the Eagles' defense, I think Asante Samuel is one of the only quarterbacks that can shut down T.O. I think Stuart Bradley is the kind of guy who's going to make Jason Witten's job hard. Shut down. And the Eagles' defensive line and linebackers can stop or at least contain Marion Barber. So well, uh, my I, I, I'm going to tell you this. Eagles offense, but I think our defense matches up very well. What about this? The Owen Hodge show is going with Dallas. Thank you. And the rest of you guys could have uh, Philly for all you want. 
Well, that well, listen. That's, we'll that's, be we'll be right next week. How I want that? I wanted to give Matt Liner a whole lot of time, but we we don't have a whole lot of time to give Matt. So let hey, me talk hey, a little hey, about. Hey, hey, Ray, Matt yes, Liner sir. had a great game. He sure did. He did. He, he didn't have any turnovers. He was the MVP of that game. Hey, but I tell you what, but Kurt Warner had a better game, and 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 that's the Kurt Warner that they need in order for them to do what everybody expects them to. Because this is the worst division in football, guys. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah. It's looking that way. I mean, right now it is the worst. You know, Seattle you know. getting beat up. Oh yeah, you know, and then and then you, you come on, man. I hate to do your team like that, but the Rams. I know, man, I know. the Rams. It, it hurt deep. I'm glad since you said that about the Eagles, I get to close the show <laughs> with the Rams, man. Yeah, they listen, up the joint. man, the joint is stunk. Okay, listen, you listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world, man, man, Owen Hodge. Hey, then my boys, they're gonna be on the show too. They're gonna have their own show right here on Voice America. Thank you for listening, and as always, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. I've got to be made.